purpose of this exercise. Photo by Pixabay on Pexels.com There can be no time more suitable than the present to make better choices for my future health and well-being. New choices mean reviewing and carefully considering alternatives not previously pursued, or if previously pursued, inadequately. In some respects, this analysis reflects a continuing and necessary re-evaluation based of my current state of health, not as a snapshot, as it were, but rather as a streaming and changing set of conclusions and actions based on them. However, this analysis is specifically about now and the immediate future, with a clear understanding that nothing is ever completely settled in these issues, and there is new information available on an ongoing basis. More simply put, this self-analysis is about resetting how I go about living my life with due consideration to what I have learned about the conditions and diseases that currently plague me. How to do better and improve my health for the future, this is my object. Much of what will be expressed here rests on certain persisting patterns of behavior which require significant modification. In other words, I must change if there is to be any real improvement in my health reality. And based on what I know about achieving anything of consequence in my life, it will need to be outlined in a program of specific steps, which depend upon my own actions rather than one another's. My physicians can only provide him with information and treatment within what I'm willing or able to do myself. My partner, as supportive as she has tried to be over the years, is not responsible for any part of this, despite my tendency to try to lay responsibility at her door particularly for me dietary habits and lack of blood sugar control. Current Symptoms Photo by Pixabay on Pexels.com Frequent urination, especially at night, interrupting my sleep. Poor sleep, several things wake me up at night, variously including frequent urination, frequent cramps in my feet and calves, pain me shoulders and hips, dry mouth and nasal congestion, sleep apnea, hay fever, and difficulties breathing. Chronic pain during waking hours, moderate to severe pain in my feet, neuropathic pain as well as mechanical distress, including pain caused by walking on supersensitive soles of my feet, as well as mitos. Also, periodic moderate pain in my back and shoulders, and more serious pain in my lower back and hips when walking more than 1,000 to 2,000 steps. Periodic breathing problems, mild to severesma on a continuing basis, almost always somewhat symptomatic but much worse when exercising or physically stressed. Sometimes exacerbated by emotional stress or conflict. Chronic physical exhaustion and fatigue, comes and goes during the day but is worse during periods of relative inactivity, sense of exhaustion, and during periods of exercise, weakness and muscle fatigue dizziness upon standing, it is sometimes acute and sometimes minor. Mental fatigue and a sense of a loss of acuity and sharpness, I am finding it difficult to concentrate on mental tasks which require the application of my intellectual skills and professional skills. I still feel capable of creative work for relatively brief periods, but fatigue quickly overtakes me, and I must put things aside, while I attempt to recover my energies and focus. Forgetfulness and feelings of anxiety regarding memory. Visual deficiencies, lately I can only read or work on the computer for a certain period before my eyes begin to become less effective, making it necessary for me to interrupt my work or reading, and break completely from work that require visual acuity. Eye fatigue contributes to my overall sense of fatigue and exhaustion. Note, I probably need new glasses, something he will discuss with my ophthalmologist on Friday when I next visit her. Raincoast Review Blog Author Conditions and Slash or Diseases Diabetes Slightly Elevated Cholesterol Sleep Apnea Asthma and Bronchitis Borderline COPD Diabetic Neuropathy Evidence of Diabetic Damage to My Eyes Fatty Liver Obese Arthritis in Hips, Hands, Shoulders, Lower Back Tendinitis in Hands and Wrists 
eczema, high and low blood pressure, allergies to a broad band of common allergens including pollens, animal dander, dust and others, anaphylactic reaction to Cipro and penicillin. Photo by Tim Gao on Pexels.com. Discussion. I have had recent visits with my family doctor, my endocrinologist and my respirologist, pulmonologist, plus an upcoming CT scan in early June at Burnaby General, and an eye exam this Friday. I'm clearly a heavy draw on the medical system with all these frequent appointments to deal with various ailments. Clearly I'd like to see less of them, and I would like to see less of them. All we have to do to accomplish this feat is to improve my health sufficiently so that they wouldn't need to see meso often. Diabetes Blood Sugar and Neuropathy Management Endocrinologist My most recent visit with my endocrinologist, as usual, thorough, with a significant discussion about changing my medications, in particularly, moving to two different types of insulin every day, with a long-acting insulin injected in the morning with designed purpose of bringing my Premiel and Fastinj insulin down to ideally 7.0 mmL or below and then having me take fast-actinj insulin with each meal, dividing up the insulin between the meals, more or less based on the prorated amount of food being ingesting at each meal. In order to manage this much more intensive insulin regime, it will be necessary for me to check my blood sugar levels first thing each morning, as well as two hours after each meal. The goal of the fast-acting insulin is to return my blood sugars to 10 mmL or below within the two hours. In order to maintain such a frequent reading of my blood sugar levels, I need to have a new form of monitor with a patch blood reader hat sends the information to a monitoring device, either my iPhone or one that comes with the patch. I submitted TheraQuest to Blue Cross two weeks ago and am currently awaiting approval. Note, a should follow up with them before Friday to make sure they are working on this. The endocrinologist wrote me prescriptions for the insulin and the device, as well as had his assistant prepare the forms for Blue Cross. Once I have approval, I will need to deliver these forms to the pharmacy for processing. The endocrinologist and I had a fairly long conversation regarding various aspects of my diabetes including the need for me to have my eyes re-examined, thus an appointment this Friday with Chewy Luca, my ophthalmologist. We also discussed my weight gain since being diagnosed with diabetes with him expressing some thought that while weight loss would be desirable many type 2 diabetics in my circumstances find it very difficult to lose weight while taking insulin. Not only does insulin contribute to weight gains, but so do Gentaduto and Invokana my other diabetes treatment medications. In addition, Dabapentin, which has been prescribed for neuropathy due to diabetes, also leads to weight gain along with other symptoms I am experiencing. The more common side effects of gabapentin include abnormal eye movements that are continuous, uncontrolled, back and forth, or rolling, clumsiness or unsteadiness, constipation, diarrhea, difficulty speaking, drowsiness or tiredness, dry mouth, nausea, vomiting. Talk with your doctor about precautions you can take for side effects from gabapentin. Ask your doctor for advice on diet and exercise to help manage your weight if you are concerned about possible weight gain from gabapentin. Don't drive or operate heavy machinery until you know you can function normally while taking gabapentin. Talk to your pharmacist about over-the-counter medications that can help relieve some of the more common digestive system side effects. Gabapentin side effects may make you want to stop taking the drug. However, don't stop taking it without first talking to your doctor. Stopping gabapentin suddenly can cause serious problems, such as withdrawal symptoms or the return off seizures. Your doctor will help you stop taking the drug safely. Medically reviewed by Lindsay Sloixic, PharmD on December 20, 2016, written by University of Illinois Chicago, Drug Information Group. Other Diabetes Medications 
in addition to the two new forms of insulin, and thegabapentine for treatment of the diabetic neuropathy I also take two other diabetes medicines. Genitueta. 2. 5 1000 mgs, taken twice daily prior to morning and evening's meals. Medical Editor, John P. Cunha, Du, Fasip. Last reviewed on Rx. List 08-28-2017. Genitueta, linagliptin and metformin hydrochloride, is a combination of two two oral antihyperglycemic drugs indicated as an adjunct to diet and exercise to improve glycemic control in adults with type 2 diabetes mellitus when treatment with both linagliptin and metformin is appropriate. Common side effects of genitueta are cough, sore throat, sinus pain, stuffy nose, upset stomach, weight gain, pancreatitis, diarrhea, and low blood sugar, hypoglycemia. Get medical help immediately if you have severe side effects of lactic acidosis. Symptoms include muscle pain or weakness, numb or cold feeling in your arms and legs, trouble breathing, dizziness, lightheadedness, tiredness, weakness, stomach pain, nausea with vomiting, or slow or uneven heart rate. Genodiato is available in the following strengths, tablets containing 2.5 mg linagliptin and 500 mg metformin hydrochloride or 850 mg metformin hydrochloride or 1000 mg metformin hydrochloride. The maximum recommended dose is 2.5 mg linagliptin slash 1000 metformin twice daily. Genodiato should be taken daily with meals, with gradual dose escalation to reduce the gastrointestinal side effects due to metformin. Invocana. 300 mg, taken once daily prior to the morning meal. Medical Editor, John P. Cunha, Du, Fasip. Last reviewed on Rx. List 11-12-2018. Invocana, canagliflozin, is a sodium glucose co-transporter 2, SGLT2, inhibitor used to control blood sugar in people with type 2 diabetes mellitus, in addition to diet and exercise. Common side effects of Invocana include urinary tract infections. Increased urination. Yeast infections. Vaginal itching. Thirst. Constipation. Nausea. Fatigue. Weakness. Skin sensitivity to sunlight. Hypersensitivity reactions, including skin redness, rash, itching, hives, and swelling. Bone fractures, and kidney problems. The recommended starting dose of Invokana is 100 mg once daily taken before the first meal of the day. Doses may be increased to 300 mg in patients who are able to tolerate Invokana at 100 mg doses. Invokana may interact with rifampin or digoxin. Tell your doctor all medications you use. Asthma and bronchitis medications and treatments. After spending 10 days in the hospital in 2016 with severe pneumonia, when I was discharged my respirologist at Centrio Medical Center diagnosed with COPD and prescribed three different inhalers to treat the disease. Spiriva 2.5 mg. Spiriva 2.5 mg, 2 puffs with morning medications. Medical Editor, John P. Cunha, Du, Fasip. Last reviewed on Rx list February 12, 2018. Spiriva Hundi Haler Teotropium Bromide, inhalation powder is an anticholinergic drug used to prevent bronchospasm, narrowing of the airways in the lungs, in people with bronchitis, emphysema, or COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disease. Common side effects of Spiriva Hundi Haler include Dry mouth Constipation Upset stomach Vomiting Cold symptoms, stuffy nose, sneezing, sore throat 
nosebleed, or muscle vein. Tell your doctor if you have any serious side effects of Spiriva Hundi Haler including difficult or painful urination, or fast heartbeat. The recommended dose of Spiriva Hundi Haler is two inhalations of the powder contents of one Spiriva capsule, once daily, with the Hundi Haler device. Spiriva may interact with autropine, belladonna, cimetidine, cladinium, dicyclamine, glycopyrrolate, hyoscyamine, mepenzolate, methantholine, methscopolamine, propanthaline, or scopolamine. Tell your doctor all medications you use. During pregnancy, Spiriva should be used only when prescribed. Symbicort. Symbicort 200 mg, 2 puffs with morning medications and 2 puffs with dinner medications. Medical Editor, John P. Cunha, Du, Faseep. Last reviewed on Rx. List 1 22 2018. Symbicort, budesonide and formoterol fumarate dihydrate, is a combination of a steroid and a long acting bronchodilator used to prevent bronchospasm in people with asthma or chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, COPD. Common side effects of Symbicort include headache, throat irritation, nausea, vomiting, stomach upset, diarrhea, back pain, stuffy nose muscle or joint pain, or changes in your voice. Tell your doctor if you experience unlikely but serious side effects of Symbicort including white patches on tongue or in mouth, signs of infection, such as fever, persistent sore throat, mental-slash-mood changes, such as nervousness, trouble sleeping, vision problems, such as blurred vision, increase in thirst or urination, muscle cramps, or shaking tremors. For patients 12 years of age and older, the dosage of Symbicort is two inhalations twice daily, morning and evening, approximately 12 hours apart. Symbicort may interact with antibiotics, antifungal medication, MAO inhibitor, antidepressants, beta blockers, or diuretics, water pills. Tell your doctor all medications you are taking. During pregnancy, Symbicort should be used only when prescribed. Budesonide passes into breast milk. It is unknown if Formoterol passes into breast milk. Consult your doctor before breastfeeding. Salbutamol. Salbutamol 100 micrograms, 2 puffs is required. Medical editor, John P. Cunha, Du, Faseep. Last reviewed on Rx. List 2 7 2019. Vandalin HFA, albuterol sulfate inhalation aerosol, is a bronchodilator used to treat or prevent bronchospasm in people with reversible obstructive airway disease. Vanillin HFAIS also used to prevent exercise-induced bronchospasm. Vanillin HFA is available in generic form. Common side effects of Vanillin HFA include Nervousness Shaking tremor Palpitations Headache Mouth-slash-throat dryness or irritation Cough Hoarseness Sore throat Runny or stuffy nose Nausea Vomiting Dizziness Sleep problems, insomnia, muscle pain, changes in taste, or diarrhea. Seek medical help immediately if you have rare but serious side effects of Ventolin HFA, including chest painer, irregular heartbeat. The dose of Ventolin HFA for adults and children for treatment of acute episodes of bronchospasm or prevention of symptoms associated with bronchospasm is two inhalations repeated every four to six hours. More frequent administration or a larger number of inhalations is not recommended. For exercise-induced bronchospasm, the dose is two inhalations 15 to 30 minutes before exercise. 
Vanillin HFA may adversely interact with diuretics, water pills, digoxin, beta blockers, antidepressants, MAO inhibitors, or other bronchodilators. Tell your doctor all medications you are taking. During pregnancy, Vanillin HFA should be used only when clearly needed. Discuss the risks and benefits with your doctor. It is unknown if this medication passes into breast milk. Consult your doctor before breastfeeding. Other medications prescribed or recommended. Tecta 40mg. Medical Editor, John P. Cunha, Du, Faseep. Last reviewed on Rx. List 10 24 2018. Protonics Delayed Release Oral Suspension and Delayed Release Tablets, Pantoprazole Sodium, is a proton pump inhibitor, PPI, used for short term treatment, less than 10 days, off gastroesophageal reflux disease, GERD, and a history of erosive esophagitis in adult patients. Common side effects of protonics include injections at reactions, redness, pain, swelling, headache, nausea, vomiting, abdominal or stomach pain, diarrhea, gas, dizziness, joint pain, weight changes, drowsiness, tired feeling, or sleep problems, insomnia. The recommended adult dose of protonics is 40 mg once daily. Protonics may interact with atazanavir, nelfinavir, amphicillin, blood thinners, digoxin, diuretics, water pills, ketoconazole, iron, or methotrexate. Tell your doctor all medications and supplements you use. Protonics is not expected to be harmful to a fetus. Tell your doctor if you are pregnant or plan to become pregnant during treatment with protonics. Protonics passes into breast milk and may harm a nursing baby. Consult your doctor before breastfeeding. Apoatorvastatin 40mg. Medical Editor, John P. Cunha, Du, Faseep. Last reviewed on Rx. List 4-23-2019. Lipitor, atorvastatin, is astatin used for the treatment of elevated total cholesterol, LDL, triglycerides, and to elevate HDL cholesterol. Side effects of Lipitor include constipation, diarrhea, nausea, fatigue, gas, heartburn, headache, and mild muscle pain. Contact your doctor if you experience serious side effects of Lipitor including muscle wasting and muscle breakdown, rhabdomyolysis, confusion or memory problems, fever, dark curry, increased thirst or hunger, drowsiness, loss of appetite, or yellowing off the skin or eyes, jaundice. The recommended dose of Lipitor is 10 to 80 mg daily. Erythromycin, emycin, ketoconazole, nizoral, itraconazole, sporinox, cyclosporin, sandimune, indinavir, crixivan, androtonavir, norvir, decrease elimination of Lipitor. Lipitor increases the effect of warfarin, coumadin, and cholestyramine, questran, decreases the absorption of Lipitor. Lipitor should not be taken during pregnancy because the developing fetus requires cholesterol for development, and Lipitor reduces the production of cholesterol. Lipitor passes into breast milk and could harm a nursing baby. Breastfeeding while taking Lipitor is not recommended. Ramapril 10mg. Ramapril side effects. Ramapril oral capsule doesn't cause drowsiness. However, it can cause other side effects. More common side effects. If these effects are mild, they may go away within a few days or a couple of weeks. If they're more severe or don't go away, talk to your doctor or pharmacist. The more common side effects that occur with Ramipril include 
dizziness or faintness due to low blood pressure. Cough. Dizziness. Chest pain. Nausea. Vomiting. Diarrhea. Weakness or tiredness. Serious side effects. Call your doctor right away if you have any of these serious side effects. Call 911 if your symptoms feel life-threatening or if you think you're having a medical emergency. Serious side effects and their symptoms can include the following. Low blood pressure. This is more common when you're starting the drug or increasing doses. Symptoms include. Dizziness. Lightheadedness. Allergic or hypersensitivity reaction, angioedema. Symptoms include. Swelling off your face, lips, tongue, or throat. Trouble breathing. Stomach pain with or without nausea and vomiting. Liver problems, jaundice. Symptoms include. Yellowing off your skin or the whites of your eyes. Stomach pain. Fatigue. Swelling edema. Symptoms include. Swelling off your feet, legs, or hands. Low white blood cell count. Symptoms include. Sore throat. Fever. Purple a spot on your skin caused by internal bleeding, purpura fast or abnormal heart rate or palpitations. Symptoms include. Feeling like your heart is fluttering. High potassium levels. Symptoms include. Weakness. Arrhythmia irregular heart rate worsy kidney function. Symptoms include. Nausea and vomiting. Decreased urine output when urinating. Fatigue. Loss of appetite. Disclaimer. Our goal is to provide you with the most relevant and current information. However, because drugs affect each person differently, we cannot guarantee that this information includes all possible side effects. This information is not a substitute for medical advice. Always discuss possible side effects with a healthcare provider who knows your medical history. Senior dosage, ages 65 years and older. As you age, your kidneys may not work as well as they used to. This can cause your body to process drugs more slowly. As a result, more of this drug may stay in your body for a longer time. This increases your risk of side effects. Your doctor may start you on a lower dose or a different schedule. This can help keep levels of this drug from building up too much in your body. Special considerations. Kidney problems, 1.25 mg once per day. Your doctor may increase your dose to 5 mg taken once per day if needed for blood pressure control. Renal artery stenosis or dehydration. The starting dose is 1.25 mg taken by mouth once per day. Your doctor may change your dose as needed. Dosage to reduce the risk of heart attack, stroke, or death. Adult dosage, ages 18-64 years. 2.5 mg taken by mouth once per day for one week. Then 5 mg taken once per day for three weeks. Your doctor will increase your dose as tolerated to 10 mg taken once per day.